Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hi, Jack. Hi, Susanna. How are you doing, my love? I'm very, very well. I'm very excited to to get cracking into this podcast, um, our second one. So am I. I'm very excited. And this episode is also a very special one, continuing on the track of the first episode, where you got to know a bit more about me, Susanna. This time we are having all the spotlight on Mr. Larkin. Jack, how, how is it? How does it make you feel to be in the spotlight for today's episode? Uh, I'm not too sure yet. I think I'm going to find out more when I'm in, in <laughs> mid-flow answering questions and not really know what's coming out of my mouth. So exactly. at this point, I'm kind of just sitting here a bit open-minded to see what's going to come. I think you'll be fine. I will not try to kill you. I will try to be nice. Appreciate it. Cheers. <laughs> I want you to describe who you are, which is a very wide question. But begin with telling me, where are you from? Maybe a bit about your background. So I'm Jack. I am currently a life slash career coach. And I, I'm working in a career coaching company in London. I'm the head of new clients. And essentially, I speak to a lot of people that are currently unhappy with with their roles and they're looking to find a job there or career they're going to be passionate about so to give some background so i'm i'm from southeast london a small town called Erith, which probably not many people know of but i'm from there and um yeah i think anyone who's from the, the uk and have grown up here i've had a very normal background i went to no secondary school and I ended up going to uni studying law and yeah from from studying law and coming out of, of that I kind of took this unusual path and I've kind of gone in this separate route to, to most people. So what was it in the first place that got you to 
study law, to go to university and, and study, I would say, such a hard subject? I think I got very lucky on the subject I, I picked. So in, in my A-levels, I did psychology, sociology, and IT, actually. But in sociology, I had a real interest in criminology about why you know, people commit crimes. I really like that aspect of things. And at the time, I was with my, my partner, and we were both going to uni, and the university she picked didn't teach criminology. It may have been a risky move, but, I mean, from my own experience, most people don't really know why they go to uni except to get a good job, whatever that means, or... They don't know what else to do, so you go into education. And essentially, I thought, actually, law's got a much more kind of prestige to it than criminology anyway. And I looked into it, and I was like, oh, it's like taking apart all these different arguments and analysing and really being able to give my own opinion about things sounds really interesting to me. And luckily, I really, really enjoyed it. It sounds like a good decision to go on the path of uni and law as you had a, a big interest in this field. And now when we're, obviously we've heard your introduction of your present moment, you told me that you're a coach. Can you just tell us briefly, what is a coach? And if you compare a coach to a therapist, mm -hmm. what is the actual difference? Yeah. Because this can be a bit confusing. It can be very confusing. So to start with what is a, is a coach, I mean, it's gradually becoming a lot more popular within our kind of modern day society to say this like for example the top athletes have coaches because it improves their performance the definition of a coach is someone who will take you from where you are now to where you want to be and help you overcome obstacles that are in your way and and if you don't know where you want to be they help you find that out as well to say how it works you go to a coach and you have a specific kind of goal or something that you're looking to get over and you'll sit there and the power of coaching really comes from two different things one is listening and i would like to say how often are we able to express to such an objective party without their opinions being offloaded onto us for them just to sit there being with us present holding space really really listening to you can be tough questions or questions that you might not think about yourself to self-discover answers that are already inside you. I love the concept when I first looked into it is that we have all the answers inside of us. We know what that is, but to understand that by yourself is a lot more difficult without someone there to help you do that. The difference between coaching and therapy, if you're going to therapy, you're in quite a a tough space and it's almost to just get back on your feet and feeling somewhat good about yourself and it's really going into your past and more understanding that area of your life to just get yourself onto a point of being okay and feeling okay about yourself coaching's be a step after that in the sense that okay you're feeling good but you want to be better and you, you want to go further and involve in your life and that's when you'd go to a coach i hope that clears up that question yes definitely thank you so much i'm curious to know what it was that got you from this degree in law that you actually also enjoyed into choosing a path of being a coach my law degree as i said i really really enjoyed it and during the whole time i was doing it i was like i'm going to become a lawyer it was a obvious kind of career choice for me because you can earn lots of money it was kind of a prestige career in our society and I was like I'm going to do this I did lots of work experience for it the thing that 
actually changed it for me. So after the LLB, which is a normal three-year degree, you will naturally go on if you want to become a lawyer to do a thing called the LPC. But my last bit of coursework, I had a date in my head of when it was due in. And the time I was doing it was just after I'd finished my dissertation. That was quite stressful and I needed a break. So I had an idea of, or a kind of date in my head of when this next bit of coursework was due in. And I remember typing it up and I was just making corrections because I'd already finished it. And I went and I just had a thought, okay, I need to check when the time it is that shuts before you can hand it in. And I looked at it and I got the date completely wrong. And it was due in on that day, but I was too late. I went over the time and I had a meltdown. I had a big, big meltdown to the point of like, holy, you know, crap. I've just screwed up my whole degree. What the F do I do with my life? And Coincidence? No, it certainly wasn't a coincidence. I mean, for me to do that, to have such a certain date in my head, and it was completely wrong. I mean, it was just craziness. In the end, I actually still got my first, which is the you know the top grade, which is awesome, and I was very happy with that. But that point then made me just think, I don't want to go into education. I don't want to do the LPC. And you know what, screw it. Like, a lawyer that can go to the back of my mind for now. So I went on to do some charity work, so doing some fundraising. So you said that you did this fundraising job. Yeah. Was that some kind of transition into the coaching path or did it come later on? <laughs> Not necessarily. I mean, to to explain that story was kind of why I didn't become a lawyer. The reason I ended up becoming a coach. So after I didn't want to become a lawyer, I was very confused on, on what I did. And I, I did that kind of summer job as kind of the time being. And essentially, I, I was in a really lost space I, I i just had no idea what i was passionate about even if i had a passion or you know what what do i do with my life and i was naturally quite ambitious and wanted to do well but when you're in that state of confusion it can be very overwhelming and what really changed it for me and as you you know there's a, a channel on youtube called actualize.org and this guy and i just remember him talking about living a self-actualized life and he did this one episode and it really inspired me to create an amazing life. At that point, I knew going down the lawyer route wasn't going to create an amazing life. It can create a well-off life, but wasn't going to be special in a sense. So it's going to be my own thing. And I took his life purpose course. This goes into your, your values, your strengths, and really starts to understand what you're passionate about. And it was during that point that I was like, coaching like I'm a great listener I'm naturally curious about people so I took the hit and kind of uh, paid four grand to go on a coaching diploma by this point I'd end up in recruitment to kind of let the listeners know so you were doing recruitment at the same time as you were figuring out your your life purpose of trying to get a direction of life exactly so during the, the time I was doing the charity role I found out that I had sclerosis so I was standing up all day and I was like my back is really hurting and I remember there was a spine place opposite me and I naturally just got dropped I was like I'm just curious and we did this measurement and she was like you really need to get an x-ray anyway I found out that I couldn't do that job anymore so I went into recruitment which anyone in the UK finishing a degree will probably look at every time they go on a job board because it's like plastered everywhere and essentially I was like well you know I can get all this money and I can fit the law in there so I did that and at the same time I was like okay I need to figure out what I actually want to do here and kind of get a big picture which is when I was doing the life purpose course and also to say on top of that, I was doing a lot of research into how to create an amazing life. 
so I meant listening to podcasts, like doing lots of reading, taking action. Like every day I would come back from that recruitment job, which was quite heavy loading. I would do a life purpose called I was like listen to more stuff. So I've really taken action at this point in my life to break free of the kind of society chains, as I would say. From there, I started working on becoming a coach and coaching clients. Thank you so much for explaining that. It's so fascinating to hear. And for you who are listening, I was with you at this time. We were not a couple when you were in recruitment, but we were definitely best mates and having contact, even though we were living in, in different countries at this period. And I was extremely fascinated about your dedication to to evolve, to move forward. You were in this recruitment jobs with extremely long hours and actually the only amount of time you had was on the train back and forward when did you end the recruitment job and what was it that made you end that recruitment job it's funny when you say that why was I so concentrated or how did I work so hard on moving forward and I have to say as you already said we knew each other at that point and I saw I actually saw you traveling the globe and doing what you was passionate about. And I have to say at the start, it did give me a lot of inspiration and kind of motivation to do well. But to answer that from my kind of own place of fire and wanting to get out was what else is there? And also it came from the belief of knowing I could do it. So going back to that actualx.org channel, which was really, really important for me, I think the most essential tool he gave me at the start was belief. Anyone can create a really amazing life there's no doubt about that it's in your control and once I had that belief that it was almost like you can't not do it because you believe so bad that you're going to get out of that so that kind of fire drives you up and I knew that if I am going to kind of break through from this kind of society lock on just get a normal career and you know trading time for for money I had to work extremely hard but the way it works is quite simultaneously on working really hard, but you're also reprogramming your subconscious. So I remember going on my first meditation retreat. And at this point, I wasn't enjoying work at all. Like, And you could go into the actual details of what work I was doing it was just not for me. But I wasn't happy and I, I did my first retreat. And I remember, I think it was a day after my boss takes me in and he's like, Jack, like, you know, the KPIs, which to anyone listening is like your kind of target, aren't that great at the moment? Like, what's going on? And I essentially said to him, I'm not happy here, like, at all. But he was like, you might want to take a walk around the block and think about it because actually he knew how much money I was paying off because of my coaching diploma. At this point, I was paying like 450, 500 pound a month and I had no way of paying that off if I quit the job. And I was still in my student overdraft I had made up my mind I was going and I didn't know what I was going to do after because I hadn't built up my coaching career really at all at that point so yeah I just took the leap and I went and I felt so free and liberated even though I had no idea what I was going to do that's incredible so inspiring and you said that the breaking point that got you to leave was this meditation retreat was this your first experience with meditation no so you can rewind it back to the kind of end of university. So I started just being curious about knowing there's a bit more in depth to life than we're kind of taught. And to go back to actualize.org, and this hopefully the last time I mentioned him, but he said he had a, a video and it was all about meditation. And this is the first video I watched about him. And he gave me all the benefits of it. And I was like, holy, you know, holy shit, this is awesome. Like, if this can do this for me, I'm, I'm sold. So I remember sitting there the first time 
up against my bedroom door, like sitting on the floor for 20 minutes. And it was the most painful experience of my life. And he talked about in the video, like kind of fault trains. And if you're kind of going off on one, you bring yourself back. But 20 minutes felt like forever. I was sitting there like, oh my God, please end this. He said in the video, like to really get the benefits of this, you have to do it every day. And to be quite honest, I didn't. I couldn't I couldn't manage it. Throughout the kind of end of uni to it was a kind of on and off habit essentially I was trying to implement. And I was implementing more and more and it was still giving me amazing benefits. But the real moment hit me and the power it has is when I found a technique called Vedic meditation. And this is something, I guess, that you also recommend to all of our lovely listeners out there. Because <laughs> I know you, how much you love them. Yeah, I mean, as you know, I, I say this to every single person. Yes, who, you've actually I, imprinted I can... it into my being now. So <laughs> I also recommend it to every person I meet. I've never tried it, actually. <laughs> <laughs> it's, yeah, I mean, I, I've actually written a, a blog post about it on my website just because it's so extraordinary. At least I found the difference between normal kind of mindfulness and that kind of practice of things to Vedic meditation was just huge. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great, too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at UH1.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. So what is Vedic meditation? It's essentially Vedic meditation is a sound-based meditation and, and the teacher will give you a personalized mantra, a personalized sound, which really resonates with your nervous system. And what it will do, it will put you in a really deep state, deep state of relaxation, 33% deep in sleep actually. Wow. So I remember the kind of first time getting this mantra and sitting there meditating and oh my god when I left I felt just so alive like it was I was really filled up with energy and just practicing that for the next two weeks of course this was before I quit the recruitment job this felt like my voice being expressed more in work I felt more connected to my heart I just felt so so good after which is what made me book the retreat 
like literally two weeks after I finished it because I'd I literally had the kind of intuition that I'd hit the jackpot here. Like this was mind blowing to say I haven't skipped a day of meditation since, and that was over a year ago. Like I, I don't skip it anymore because it's not only so crucial to my well being and how I perform every day in life, but because it's so enjoyable and so relaxing. And there's no concentrating on the kind of mind or thoughts I kind of came back from that is literally just sitting there with a sound lightly repeating it and you can drift off and you will drift off but there's no there's no pressure on that it doesn't matter and then if you realize you go back to the sound it sounds very accessible it's very easy for everyone to to try because at least from the experience we have through different conversations with people sometimes meditation feels really scary and what do you actually think about and what do you do with your mind and it's not actually very clear on what am I supposed to focus on. But the Vedic meditation has such a clear goal and such a clear structure of how it works to take you there. Yeah, and I would say the, the, there's a big community feel from it. Like you just meet the most normal people who are just really stressed out in their everyday life. And it is our you know, 21st century way of living is so, so stressful. And it's very active and very stimulating for the nervous system. So you've got very normal people there, never done meditation before and just come together and you get this this sound that's so easy and accessible. And to say it's interesting because I remember when I, I started talking about this more in work and it's still very strange to a lot of people, at least I found that, has a bit of a stigma attached on it. Mm. And in my mind, especially now, I'm like, it's one of the most beneficial natural practices you can do. And it will just completely transform your life, whether that's Vedic meditation or normal. Any kind of practice of meditation is incredibly life-changing. And why would you not do it? Exactly. Um, But you need to find your way. And I'm so happy you found your way and the amount of benefits it's had for your last one and a half year. It's been incredible. Um, Well, I would... I mean, add to that, I think that was really... At least I found the kind of secret key to me going on this kind of path because so I went on the, the retreat and I mean that was just a big eye-opener itself in the way I feel and how connected I felt to my intuition and that's allowed me to do a really scary thing which is go outside the kind of normal way of doing things. So except from the intuition which is a great benefit from the meditation can you just tell me a couple of awesome things with meditation why would you recommend meditation to anyone? I mean, if I was going to give the biggest general benefit of it, when you sit there and you're kind of sat there with your mind and your thoughts are going on, you're in a place of observation. And to be in a place of observation allows us to be in more of a responding state than reacting state. Because when we're so stimulated all the time, we can be in very reacting mode and we can get very angry and we can be controlled by thoughts and emotions without knowing why we're doing what we're doing. When you start practicing being the observer, it's allowing you to slow down. When obstacles come your way in life, it enables you to kind of almost take that kind of slow motion step back. It's like how to respond here in the most beneficial way. So I would say without going too much into that, self-awareness is one of the, the biggest benefits. Secondly, of course, relaxation and your productivity and your effectiveness and everyday life if you're rushing around constantly doing 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 and you don't give yourself a time to stop and relax and and kind of just be with yourself you can just be lost in life and actually don't get that much done because you're so in your head and you're kind of overwhelmed by all these you know different activities we have to do so there too 
You, um, you definitely sold me in. <laughs> great benefits. Yeah. And uh, when you do your coaching with your clients, do you have meditation as a part of it or do you separate coaching and meditation? For me, this is can be a difficult one in the sense that I don't want to push meditation onto anyone. What I've done is made it very clear, especially I guess on my website, that meditation is a very big part of me and therefore my coaching meditation is almost for me if you if you're able to do meditation and i would say now especially vedic meditation that's going to do a lot of the natural work for you and bring up things naturally because as you de-excite your nervous system you're almost releasing kind of imprints on you from explain what de-excite your nervous system means at okay, least this yeah. was an expression i had never heard of yeah I, I never heard of nervous system before vedic meditation i was stunned by how crucial this is to our everyday life so imagine that every day when you're looking at your like screens or you're in stressful states the nervous system is getting triggered and it's putting you in that fight or flight mode which was really crucial back in the day is now actually really counterproductive in the sense that it puts us in this state of fight or flight mode mm. which is why people get so reactive and actually when you're in a really excited state of being it's very hard to be self-aware you're so in these emotions and so it's hard to be the observer because you're so stuck there mm. i think it's great that you give the expression of not wanting to push meditation onto someone because meditation and the desire to meditate needs to come from within completely agree it has to be within but also it has to be expressed that do the research into it and this is what i would say to people go on the for example like the vedic meditation website and look into it see the over 300 reviews of people saying it's changed their life look at the videos look at the science behind it and you can do this on google benefits of meditation and you'll see some outstanding benefits of it and this is again a really ancient practice which is actually a natural part of our being to be the best we can be to be quite frank like the people i i want to work with in, in terms of my coaching are people that are open-minded and ready to put the work down because in that way i can really help people get the results that i want which is to help people get on a path of self-actualization or you know living their passion and creating an extraordinary life thank you amazing where do you see yourself in the future do you have a clear vision of where you want to go somewhat i used to be a lot more structured with this and being very clear on what i wanted to do almost but now i have a vision of where i want to go and i know where i want to be but i'm also a lot more free-flowing in it you need to go through this journey of growth and actually the stories are embedded into everyone's life. We're all going on a separate story and it's recommending turning your life into a story that's going to be worth reading because you're going to be the one at the end on the deathbed looking back and are you going to be happy with what you've done, the story you've created or not? I've gone from a place last year of really struggling in the sense of work and not making that much money and actually being in a lot of place of fear and now I'm in a I'm in a career that allows me to make money. I'm in a lot more of a stable place. Yeah, I still struggle a lot with... Um, and what is it that you're struggling with? Frustration, doubt? Yeah, frustration, doubt, kind of the, the patience of it, wanting to be somewhere where you're not. And, and what do you do to work with the patience? So when you feel impatience, mm. as you're describing now, coming home from work or in actual the day-to-day -day situations, what do you do to work with it? How I work with it, of course, I've got 
you here which makes it a lot easier and i would say to anyone having someone there to express to re-listen to and actually again just ask you you questions without shoving your opinion on someone and i also journal which is very helpful to just bring me back right down your thoughts without thinking too much about it and again humbling yourself to the present moment the practice of being in the present moment and being happy in that and content is a very big and tough practice to learn and i mean and the reason it's not something you just become good at well, yeah, from one day to another it's a daily I, yeah. challenge it goes up and day some days exactly and that's the reason i say that because we're like we're speaking now we're in this place of at least aligned our life with our passion and what we want to do and actually i feel that there's already we've made so many great steps towards that that we're already on our way of creating that but no matter where you get to life is a is a challenge it's a constant, it, it's a constant challenge mm. and um, i also get the feeling that life has this beautiful ability to test or how present are you right now so now when you're getting into the place of oh wow i'm getting in line with what i want and i'm starting to generate some income from it all these benefits it's feeling better then I feel like life is always throwing these little like testings or tests from above. Yeah. I've... Like, are you actually present? How do you feel <laughs> about this fear inside of you? Like, are you actually working on the core of yourself? Yeah, of course. I mean, the purpose of life is to evolve, to grow and grow and grow. And how are you meant to grow without life challenging you and throwing these obstacles in your way? And all I can say to this is, if you don't learn the first time, you will get the same challenge back and back to you until you learn. And it's how humble can you be and how self-aware can you be in the challenging moments when we want to react and be a victim and be in this kind of place of like, ah, oh, like I don't know what to do. Or can you be in a place of seeing it as a challenge and an opportunity to grow? Perfect. I still want you to tell me about what it is that you see in the future. You told me that you want to be in the flow and obviously you want to be in the present moment too. But what is your... What is your aim for life? What is it with the evolution of yourself that you so want to achieve? There's two aims here. There's a split between my life and that is career. I really want to create an amazing career and help people through that. And my mission at the moment seems to be focused on graduates, people leaving uni or people even just on a young age or people who just feel lost in life and to really help people go from a place of feeling lost and overwhelmed and how to get to a place of being in flow and on a trajectory towards a life which is going to be in line with you and it's going to be extraordinary and on the other side is the meditation and the kind of the, the spiritual path almost and to clear what i mean by spiritual path because i think it can have a big stigma around it and to me i'd be curious on your thoughts after this but i like to see it as an emotional healing from when we're young we're always getting imprinted on on things and having scars because we're so sensitive to to things when we're a kid and what we're doing now every day once you become aware is when things trigger you it's how you can emotionally heal, heal that and let it go and accept so there's a real potential to create a life that most people don't think is even possible through meditation and, and practices like that and i know or i see a lot of people getting their kicks through drugs such as alcohol uh, weed 
any other drugs, which I've, I've certainly done. And I see people seeking the exact thing I'm going for. So no limitations. There is no limitations, no limitations on that side of things. And I can see in your eyes the sparkle and the excitement of reaching beyond the mind's limitation. Yes. Yes. To wrap this conversation up, can you give us your three best advices on how to release trauma? So self-healing, you're speaking about this spirality and what it indicates for you. So essentially the first thing I would say is really get yourself inspired to create the best life you can possibly have and you and know you can do it and whatever you need to do in order to feel that i mean we're living in an extraordinary time now go on youtube whatever you need to do and get yourself inspired to create an amazing life first thing secondly what i would suggest to emotionally heal is meditation yoga any daily practice you can have in your life gratefulness a morning routine get your habits in order. So once you're inspired and feel ready and make a commitment to yourself that you're going to live a great life because think of all the people you can help through that. Like once you get on track, you're going to help so many people because that's what it's about. And the third thing I would say in order to emotionally heal is whenever you feel emotionally triggered, explore and ask yourself a question. Why do I feel like this? The question why is so powerful. Like, can do it at the end of the day when you've had a rough day or whatever so write it down without thinking too much about it why do i feel like this that way you can self-explore and it's almost like coaching for yourself in order to understand why great advices and you know what to do and you need to get started <laughs> <laughs> yeah i you know why why not life is it's an incredible opportunity like what else is there to do you can essentially keep doing what you're doing and not living the life you know you can be living and this feeling will never go away yeah i hope you listen to this and really enjoyed the amazing advices from from jack here i feel so blessed to have you in my life and just listening to you and seeing your passion when you speak about coaching and helping people and the way you have been so committed to meditation is beyond inspiring and if you have any questions or any thoughts regarding this that has been talked about today, please let us know and we will be here to answer and inspire you and hopefully get you into a place of wanting to move out of the comfort zone or out of, out of the place where you are at this moment. Last question from my side is, how was it to be in the spotlight of this episode? Did you survive? I survived. Are you sweaty? I'm very sweaty in this room. It's ridiculously hot. We seem to be manifesting these extreme environments where like yes, humidity and sun we and do. everything is following us. But we're very grateful for it to yeah. say it out loud. <laughs> Not so convinced, are you? <laughs> hey, <Lord. laughs> We need to have another way of ending. <laughs> okay. Yeah, enjoy the rest of your day getting your shit together. That's quite harsh, but what he means is keep your spirit up, enjoy, and we look forward to speak to you next time. Bye-bye. Hey, do
Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.